This feature is brought to you by Essex Ham. My name is Kelly. Your signal report is 5-9. I do invite those that uh, have uh, amateur radio stations to contact the space station. This is Golf Bravo 1, Sierra Sierra on Charlie 6. Sierra, Bravo, Bravo, Tango. Your signal report is 5-9. Amateur radio satellite. Hi, this is Pete, M0PSX. On Sunday the 29th of May 2016, I was given the opportunity to promote amateur radio on Basildon Hospital Radio and also on community station Gateway FM. The radio show was transmitted on FM, on AM, on the bedside entertainment system at Basildon Hospital and also on both stations' live internet feeds. Here are the extracts from the show that featured amateur radio. The Sunday Request Show, brought to you in association with BHR 1287 and Gateway 97.8. And uh, also uh, joining us this afternoon is uh, Pete Sipple from South End Hospital Radio. Good afternoon, Pete. Good afternoon. Nice to be here. Uh, good. And uh, also, you're involved in amateur radio aren't you yes and i'll bore you about that later this <laughs> afternoon if you like <laughs> well you've got a you've got a piece of audio to play um featuring tim peak haven't you oh, indeed kind of, yes i'm very interested about that uh, and it's really up to date isn't it because you tend to i don't know have you got this Im- think that people have this image about amateur radio that it's a bit sort of stuck in the 50s and 60s. a lot of people Hancock. remember the old tony hancock yes, yes indeed <laughs> but no it's it's cutting edge tech and okay. uh, we'll, we'll talk about that later I'm okay sure. that's great over to you ari for it's the great. next request uh yes our next request comes from bernadette who works at the main reception at the hospital and, and gateway 97.8 and you're listening to the Sunday Request Show. And uh, as we mentioned earlier on, Pete Sipple is with us. And um, one of the things, Pete, uh, you're well and truly into is uh, amateur radio. Now, you're going to dispel the Tony Hancock image, I'm sure, this afternoon. <laughs> yes, I'm sure a lot of listeners will know uh, a little bit about the Tony Hancock uh, history there. Uh, one of his famous half-hour shows was all about the joys of amateur radio and talking around the world. Uh, we still do it. The hobby's about 100 years old, but it's moved with the times. We're using the internet, we're using digital technology, we can talk to the space station, and we're trying to get youngsters involved in the hobby as well. Very, very techy hobby, um, teaching people how... Today's tech works, so mobile phones are all basically radios. So uh, talking a little bit about how the technology of radio works and experimentation. So we like going out in the fresh air, putting up bits of wires and trying to talk to Australia, which is our, uh, and our how, mission. how often do you, do you succeed in talking to Australia? It's actually surprisingly easy. If you, uh, as we rely on the weather forecast here, we rely on a radio weather forecast to get the conditions to send a signal around the world. Mm. But it is quite achievable. Um, it's, I've done it a few times, Australia and New Zealand, uh, and it is so good when you can hear that crackly voice crackling through the radio and you're hearing <laughs> someone the other side of the planet without so, using a mobile yeah. phone. So how, how do you keep it up to date? Because if you go back maybe 50 years or something like that, you didn't have the internet, you couldn't talk to people in Australia unless you wanted to pay £5 a minute on the phone or something like that. Now you can. Anyone can talk to anybody on Skype. So... How do you keep the magic going? It is a challenge. I'll be absolutely honest, it is a complete challenge. We've been very lucky this year because we've got Tim Peake, who's the uh, British astronaut up on the space station, and he agreed with the uh, the UK authorities to allow school kids 
to talk to him. So there was a competition to get 10 schools to submit proposals to, uh, to talk to the space station. And we've had kids all, over, all around the country sending messages up to Tim uh, using the magic of radio. So that has been a great PR push for us explaining how the hobby works. But we just go out, we do events, uh, the public see us using radio, come over, find out what we're up to. And it's surprisingly immersive once you get into it. But we also, as you say, use the internet to make connections. And the other area that we spend a lot of time is, uh, it, with is the uh, emergency side of things. So where there's a power failure or the mobile phone system goes down, we can carry on. We're not reliant on the internet. Uh, we're not reliant on mains power. So uh, we have a role to play working with the emergency services to provide radio signals as well. Now, you mentioned um, it's quite a techie hobby. So do you have to be techie sort of person to get actually, you know, pleasure out of it? Or, um, you know, can you be... Originally, you'd have to learn techie, Morse yeah. code and you'd have to do a six-month exam to, uh, mm. uh, to, to, to get on. Uh, these days, they've made it a lot more simple. Uh, so a single exam that you can do in a day or so. Uh, we'll get you your amateur radio license and get you started. Uh, we have kids seven, eight, nine getting into the hobby now, so it's not reliant on sort of months of study. Um, the entry level is very, very achievable, and you get a, a radio very cheaply that will get you started. And as you develop, you can improve your skills, move up to higher license levels, um, and uh, you know, be a, a real serious hand. Well, you I know you notice you drive around, and occasionally you see a house, don't you, with all these. Great big aerial stuck on it. <laughs> What's going on here? That'll Is be us talking to, to Australia. Do with the GCHQ or something. <laughs> That's us trying to talk to Australia. <laughs> okay, well, we'll come back later on and have a, a chat and uh, more chat about um, amateur radio. And also, we've, we've got a recording featuring uh, Tim Peake of to play in, so we'll do that a bit later. Meanwhile, would you be kind enough to introduce the next request, Pete? I certainly can. Yes, this one is to Connor, who works at the offices of the cleaning department here at the hospital. He's rather partial to Verve and has asked for Sonnet. Your request show, BHR 1287 and Gateway 97.8. Well, the time is 20 to 2. OK, Pete, uh, we had a chat earlier on about uh, your involvement in uh, amateur radio. Um, now, there's a group of you, you... Is it all men? Is it a men thing? Or is it <laughs> women as well? That is the conception, is it's old men in sheds, I think, is the... <laughs> is, is the oh, very... I did uh, far from me to say that. <laughs> uh, fortunately, because they've made the licence a lot easier to get into, uh, we do get family members joining. So we do have uh, uh, what are called YLs. So all men in amateur radio are called old men. Even kids right. are old men. <laughs> and the women are all called YLs, young ladies. Ah. So we do have a lot of YLs in the hobby, young ladies, uh, and a lot of kids now because it is so easy to get into the hobby. So it's not all men, but it is kind of predominantly men. Okay, say. and you have all the, do you have all these like, short codes for things as well? Oh, indeed you? we do. In the olden days, everything was on Morse, so you'd have to learn to abbreviate everything. So we do have a, a code that's kind of international for us amateurs. It also helps if we're talking to other countries. We don't need to learn their language and then need to learn our uh-huh. language we can use codes to exchange signal reports or say where whereabouts we are that sort of thing so, so yes, we do what is it is it 77s or 69s oh. or something else? <laughs> careful careful <laughs> <laughs> uh, we say 73 which is best regards oh, right. okay. uh, and if i was talking to a yl a young lady it would be 88 which is love and kisses right mm. okay uh, enough said i think <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, now tell us the story about Tim Peake. Yes, of course, Tim Peake is... Um, a lot of people are calling him the first British astronaut. Technically, he's the second because we had Helen Sharman up on Mir uh, many, many years ago. But he uh, went up to the space station in December last year and he's been talking to schools uh, around the country as part of this amateur radio link-up. And it's absolutely fascinating getting the, the kids at schools excited about doing this contact. Locally, a few years ago, we had one on Canvey Island, at a school there on Canvey. Uh, but this was the first time with a British astronaut, so it was all terribly exciting. And um, the, the the first one was in January with a school called Sandringham School uh, up in uh, St Albans. And uh, a young lady called uh, Jessica, who I think was either 14 or 15 years old, went through the exam, got the whole school together and had to make this first monumental contact with Tim. And the first time they made the contact, it was sort of crackly, you couldn't quite hear it. And she was calling out and calling out, giving out her radio call sign for the space station and we finally got the contact through and we could hear the astronaut for the first time and if you're interested wow. I can play you a little clip of how it all went. Let's hear it GB1SS GB1SS this is GB1SAN calling and standing by, over Golf Bravo 1 Sierra Sierra GB1SS this is Golf Bravo 1 Sierra Alpha November calling and standing by, over Hello, Golf Bravo 1, Sierra Alpha November, this is Golf Bravo 1, Sierra Sierra on Charlie 6, I read you loud and clear, over. GB1SS from GB1SAN, great to hear you Tim, this is Jessica, Mike 6, Lima, Papa Juliet from Sandringham School in St Albans, are you ready for your first question, over. Hi, I'm Hugo, what do you think Isaac Newton would say if he knew that the name of your mission was based on his book, over. Hi Hugo, I think, uh, I'd like to think that Isaac Newton would be honoured that uh, Principia was chosen as a mission name in honour of his life's work and, uh, you know, his understanding of physics and the universe, which all of our knowledge has been built upon. That's great. <laughs> and the kids really, obviously, really enjoyed it. Absolutely. That. Huge yes. cheer, huge round of applause <laughs> when that contact was made. 250 miles wow. up, travelling at 17,000 miles an hour. So it's a bit of a challenge actually getting that signal uh, mm. from a sort of an amateur point of view. So do, do they have to have sort of like um, a dish or something on, on the space station or that moves or something? It sounds, the space station's sounds fixed, so there, there is just one single aerial up there on the space station. And what we have to have is a, a set of aerials, a bit like sort of big TV aerials, if you like, mm. that track where it's moving. It takes about nine minutes from horizon to horizon. Oh, right. So there's so, a, 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 an aerial outside in the school that is just tracking so its, its location. You imagine if you your satellite dish on your house, you had to move it all the time instead of leaving it in the same place. Exactly. <laughs> the telly ones stay overhead, but yes. the, the space station washes around. <laughs> okay. Great. Wow. Thank, thanks for that, Pete. Um, you've got our next request as well, I believe. Okay, the, uh, the next one goes out to uh, Pam at the RVS shop and Pam has asked uh, for a uh, mention to the dementia unit and she's asked for Morecambe and Wise, Bring Me Sunshine. That was requested by your daughter. Coming up to two minutes to two here on BHR 1287 and Gateway 97.8. And a reminder, if you'd like to find out more about BHR 1287, we have a website, bhr1287.net. And you can also listen to the radio station uh, when you're outside the hospital. Um, Pete, we've just got about a minute now for just to wrap up on our radio amateur. 
stuff you've you're talking to Ari you've got him interested now so <laughs> yeah yeah you've exactly. got your, you've got your first victim um <laughs> <laughs> I brought some blank forms with me Alan so if you fancy filling one in as well <laughs> we can arrange that so how many have you actually got in your group uh, well, there's a, a bunch of different groups all over the county. Mm. Um, I represent a group called Essex Ham, which tries to pull all of the groups together. Uh, we've got about 500 people um, in the county that are, are sort of associated with That's that group. That's a big number. And there's about yeah. 2,500 across the whole of Essex. And we're always keen to get more. So uh, if uh, anyone listening is interested, um, or uh, yourself perhaps might uh, fancy uh, <laughs> uh, getting, getting on <laughs> the air. Trying the rope as well. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, near, nearest to us, we've got uh, two groups. There's one in Thundersley called the South Essex amateur radio society and in thunders uh, in thurrock rather we've got the thurrock acorns uh, but uh, if anyone's interested they uh, can find out a lot more at uh, the website www.essexham.co.uk that's us okay so go and have a have a look at that website and maybe you'll discover a completely new hobby that you never thought of amazing to be able to chat to i can't guarantee you'll be able to chat to tim peak but uh, you know <laughs> i'm sure there's plenty of other interesting people around the world absolutely <laughs> okay that's it news is coming next here on bhr 1287 and gateway 97.8 Thanks to the team at Basildon Hospital Radio, including presenter Alan Newman, chairman Jackie James, and also to Dave M1DCJ. To find out more about their radio station, go to www.bhr1287.net. This feature was brought to you by Essex Ham, supporting amateur radio in Essex. Essex.